Welcome to the Tradies in Business podcast with your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Divert your phone and grab a brew as Waz and Nick unpack tips, tales, secrets and stuff-ups from guests both inside and outside your trade. Helping educate and inspire you to break the cycle of gut-busting and money stress and create a true trade business. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Co- Coxie's rolling. I was singing. Rolling home from the pub. I was singing and we were going to talk about stories at the pub. Rolling, rolling. I'm not, I shouldn't sing on a podcast. You shouldn't. We will have people turn away en masse. Come on. It's yeah. not that bad. I've heard After a few beers, it's much better. Well, let's talk about beers. Yes. Because everybody likes to talk about beers. Hang on. I know how to get everyone's attention. Beer. Beer. (laughs) (laughs) And in sync. That's stereotypical. And now, and like we have a lot of lady tradies and supporters, like wives and and partners and all that, that listen to the show. So it should be beer and wine. No, that's stereotypical. I like a good beer at the end of a hot day. And when was the last time you had a beer? Mm, maybe last weekend. No, it was the weekend before after I did the mowing. When was the last time you had a wine? Mm, earlier in the week. <laughs> but I like wine I more than case. I like beer. <laughs> but some girls like beer more. Yeah. Who knows? Anyway, alcohol. So, today's episode is not about alcohol or singing or anything like that. Um, it is simple like me, though. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> uh, but not easy. Unlike easy payslip. Which is uh, the subject of today's episode. So, what the heck is Easy Payslip? You might ask. You, you probably won't because. Uh, We're about to tell you anyway. You've got your head in the sand about STP. STP? Yes, STP. Yes. Which is a looming thing that the ATO, another acronym, yes, yes. has uh, heaped upon us all. But today's guest is going to solve that problem for you um, so you don't have any headaches around it. And you know what? Apart from all of our dribble, um, <laughs> really cool. Solution. It uh, is a cool solution. Someone who's come up with a cool solution and one that they've put a lot of thought into, a lot of research, um, and there is a reason we started talking about beer and pubs and singing and stuff. Because hmm. um, I like a beer. Oh, it's a bit more than that. So have a listen to the episode and you'll figure it out. Well, hello. How are we all today? I'm great. Good. <laughs> and we have a special guest. <laughs> I'm hoping it's good as well. Paul Sharp. How are you? Hi Nicole. Hi Was. Yeah, I'm really well. Thanks. Great and to thanks have for you. having me on the show. Yeah, that was that was terrible, Coxie. Was, well, you put me on the spot, Was, and I've got to think fast, and it's just not happening after three podcasts. Uh, for the listeners' benefit, um, <laughs> I just put Coxie on the spot and said, you, "You can intro. You can start this episode. I always start. I'm always in the driver's seat. Mm, you like and to be in the driver's seat. Well, I do, but apparently, I'm supposed to stop doing that as much. So. I thought I'd give you the chance to have a drive. So you throw me in the seat with no keys. Oh, I gave you the keys and started the car and pushed you off the hill. Anyway, <laughs> um, Paul, g'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. That's good. good. How about yourself? Fantastic. Now that we're talking to you about simplifying paying our staff, something that probably That's drives correct. a lot of people nuts. Mm. I, I gather you talk to a lot of frustrated business owners, mate. Would that be fair? Uh, that is true. We actually got into this by I actually uh, my buddy Pete, who's the founder of the Easy Pay Slip. We met at a pub uh, in Bondi about twenty years ago, and it was a pub where loads of tradies used to hang out. And we actually got talking because we were friends with these tradies, and all we heard 
I mean, we heard some hilarious stories about <laughs> fixing toilets, breaking things, buildings falling down. Uh, but what we also heard loads of was the meltdowns they'd have with the non kind of sparky or plumbing side of their business, the mm-hmm. admin, the paperwork, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, and yeah, I'll tell you the story. It was quite funny. So we, I was a, I am not a tradie. My grandfather was a carpenter, but I am absolutely useless at DIY stuff. <laughs> so I have a great respect for tradies and I need them all the time. Not to change your light though, but yeah, yeah. sort of along those sorts of lines. My buddy Pete, he, who I met in the pub, he was just trading his uh, forklift driver's license for an accounting qualification. Wow. Oh, wow. So, uh, so and this was 20 years ago. And we just talked to these people who would just struggle with the basic things. And I had a bit of an IT background. So we used to trade for a few schooners. We'd, uh, we just made up some Excel templates. So, you know, <laughs> these guys could work out, you know, how to work out their PAYG tax, how to work out uh, super, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, it got us popular. It got us reasonably drunk as well. <laughs> so you were trading spreadsheets for schooners, mate? We were trading spreadsheets for schooners. <laughs> Where was I 20 years ago? Yes. That's right. I was writing spreadsheets. This, I wasn't uh, down at the pub. Little pub in Bondi. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, fast forward 20 years. Uh, my mate got his accounting qualification, Peter, that's our founder. He built his practice basically doing tax for tradies. So wow. he had this great insight to what they were doing. I actually skipped town. I was in Europe for 10 years working on IT, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back a year ago, we started talking about this stuff. And amazingly, still the number one request he got from his, uh, from his customers was templates to do pay slips. Is that right? So, yeah. So, I mean, we thought, right, there's got to be a way to help these guys. So we mm-hmm. went to the app store. We had a search. We went on Google. And we found things like Zero and MYOB and big accounting packages at sixty or eighty dollars a month, that sort of thing. Yep. Um, we found uh, some sort of cloud-based services where you could pay your you know, bookkeeper to come in and do your payroll for you. Mm-hmm. But we found nothing that worked for non-office-based people. Wow. And we were amazed. So we literally we just wanted to find something we could recommend to our clients, or to, to Peter's clients. Uh, but we couldn't. So we actually ended up building Easy Payslip, and that's how it came about. Such an Fabulous Aussie story. story. <laughs> it all started in a yeah. pub. Such an Aussie it story. It all started in a pub. Schooners for payslips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, do you still trade in schooners, or have we we gravitated towards yeah. real money now? I'm, look, I'd like to say we do, and unfortunately, we're so busy because it's grown so much, like beyond our wildest expectations, that we don't get enough time to be in the pub to trade <laughs> the schooners. No, my goodness, you'd be drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so what? Um, why is this such a problem? Why, why uh, were tradies so frustrated about the whole pay slip I'll t- thing? I'll tell you why. I'd be interested in your take as well. My, my take on this is there's so much good technology out there that can help with various parts of people's lives, but it's an absolute minefield, and it's quite rare to find a piece of technology that exactly matches to what your needs are. Mm-hmm. So you might be looking to solve problem A, and you'll find, a, you'll find a system that might solve problem A, but also B, C, D, and E. Mm-hmm. And it might take a week to learn how to use it. It might take another week to set up. And I, my background is actually working for big technology like Nokia, Shell, some big government departments, where we'd have whole teams making sure that the right technology fit the right problem, and they would still mess it up. Mm-hmm. And we, the trend used to be big integrated systems that solved every single problem under the sun. Yeah. But it's not the same anymore. And big companies aren't doing it. And the little guys aren't doing it. So I think it's all about you identify what is that problem and how, what's the simplest way I can fix it. Mm. So easy pay slip is not going to 
It's not going to do everything. It's not going to run your business. It's not going to cook your kids dinner. It's not going to take them to school. Yep. But that one issue, that pay slips, payroll, anything to do with super, that sort of thing, it's going to solve that problem. It's going to take you two minutes to download, five minutes to set up, and then two minutes to run payroll. And you can do it at home. You can do it on the beach. You can mm. do it basically wherever you want. So it's about you know finding that niche problem and solving that in a really simple way. Mm. It's like- and I mean, another thing as we find is when you, when, when you have dependencies, so it's like in order to solve this problem, you have to do these other things. So you've got an accounting system that has payroll, that has invoices, that has quoting. It just adds a level of complexity. And mm. so we, I mean, we talk to these guys and we hear what they say and they want other solutions and we are really looking at that. We can get easy invoice, easy timesheet, easy expense, but mm. our model is to keep things simple. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you a very special message. Uh, so if you're wondering what the freaking <laughs> hell is going on, wasn't Nick here just interrupting your listening experience? Sorry, not sorry. With uh, a very important announcement. So um, we have a launch party coming up on <laughs> April the 2nd, Fanfare. Um, I was doing jazz hands then. Yeah, no one can see your hands. can see my jazz hands. So we have uh, a launch party coming up for the Trade Desk. Now, if you don't know what the Trade Desk is, I don't want to be your friend anymore. I think they live under a rock. (laughs) Well, maybe they've got better things to do than follow our stuff. But uh, if you don't know what it is, you should definitely go and check it out. Basically, the Trade Desk is kind of like the trade counter at your local supplier where, you know, if you're a bit stumped and you don't know where to find something or you want to see if there's trade pricing on a particular item or you'd like a few tips on how to use your new nail gun, uh, you would probably not go to the trade counter. Um, no. Not at most of the stores we shop at, but <clears throat> you might go to the trade counter and it's where, well, the stinky public don't get to go. That's right. And we smile, unlike some of our competition. <laughs> so our version of that is called the Tradies in Business Trade Desk. And essentially what it is, if you're a tradie in business and you want some tips, tools, advice, support, ideas, then you can go to the trade desk and ask us. Hmm, we've got your back. The Trade Desk is full of some fantastic information. There is a 12-month business course. There's tips, tools, templates, flowcharts, videos to teach you how to do things. There's even videos with a bit of role play so you can see us Ooh. acting the fool but with some really important information. There's a Facebook group with other Trade Desk members, which mm-hmm. is a great place to hang out and ask some questions. You get fortnightly live Q&As with Was and sure I. You, there's hot seat interviews, which is basically a, a time and place where some of you get to come and be interviewed on the hot seat with us so that we can give you, I guess it's a bit like a coaching hmm. session, like a mini a coaching session. a coaching session and yeah. then we pop those up in the group for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. It's jam-packed full of stuff that you really need to run a great trade business. And don't forget our partner offers. Oh, yes. So we have some very cool, very generous partners mm-hmm. uh, that are working with us here at Tradies in Business to give you some exclusive value-add offers and discounts that pretty much pay for your investment um, many, many, many times over mm-hmm. um, just to get access. Now, here's the thing. With the launch on the 2nd of April 2019, if you're listening to this before then, what we're doing is if you go to tradiesinbusiness.com.au forward slash trade desk and register for the launch party, you will get 
two months access, so your first two months, for the price of a cheeseburger. Just two bucks. Two dollars? Two gold coins. Hang um, on. Only two bucks? Yeah, I think we should have thought that one through a bit more. I don't. Did we discuss this? <laughs> have you told everybody? Well, already? you said it once and I made it policy. It's kind of like government. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's got to sit at a desk for a while before yeah, we think yeah, about it. Yeah, we didn't have a steering committee or no, a Senate inquiry. Not yet. So, two bucks for two months uh, full access. And after that, it's just 49 a month mm-hmm. as per normal. Um, but you'll also, if you register, go in the draw to win 12 months access for free. Woohoo! So, head on over tradiesinbusiness.com.au forward slash trade desk and register there. See you soon. Back to the regular program. Small standalone systems. If you want this, pay an extra $8 a month and you can do invoice. If you want this, pay an $8 a month and you can do payroll. You're not tied in, you're not locked in, and uh, it just basically does exactly what it says it's going to do. Great. I think that's a perfect fit for tradies. So yep. how, how is that different to uh, maybe the the bigger solutions like you know your, your bookkeeping software solutions that probably mm. started out just doing double entry accounting for all those that uh, for all the nerds out there that know what I'm talking about, uh, <laughs> and and they've grown into inventory and job costing and some have even added project management tools and all that sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. that that would sort of say to me that people are asking for a more integrated solution, and yet you're saying that no, no, we want these micro solutions. Yeah, so I would say there's more than one market out there. So we absolutely would not market ourselves to every single business. What I would say has been missing in the market so far is a business. So if you're a if you're a plumber, you've got your own little small business, you do most of the jobs yourself. Let's just say you work with Woz, you do a bit of consulting and you manage to grow your business mm-hmm. and you take on an apprentice. Mm-hmm. So I would say because you're taking an apprentice, that does not make you the same profile as a company as a big construction company with 20 employees. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I would say you do not need the same software requirements. So that plumber who's taken on an apprentice does not all of a sudden need a complex accounting solution. What they do need to do is pay their employees. Mm. What they do need to do is abide by the ATO rules. So I think there's some products like Zero is a great product. MYOB has its strengths. Um, I mean, they're, they're all good products that fit certain markets. And if I was running a business with 20 people and I had product costing and time management and that sort of thing, I would be using one of those tools, mm. uh, but there's about 16,000 new businesses a year that are one to four employees. There's about 170,000 of them in existence now that don't use any software at all. Holy moly. And so what we're, <laughs> exactly. The How are they doing it? I know. How are, they, are they just so doing like ledger doing. books or something? I think they're doing spreadsheets potentially. They've possibly got a shoebox full of receipts that they send to their accountants. Oh they've they've still got your spreadsheet from 20 years ago at the they pub. They've probably still got, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably gone on a few versions and they're probably getting it without paying the requisite schooner yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in price. But uh, yeah, so we think, look, uh, some of our customers grow and if we think they need a they know, more expansive system, they're really happy them to move on. But what we've actually found, we've had some customers who use Easy Paysleep, they've got, you know, four employees. They get bigger. They want a more complicated system that does some other things. So they go to a zero or an MYOB, which does have a payroll module, but they keep using Easy Payslip because it's the only thing they can do mobile and it's just so easy. So they, you know, they mm. sit in their office or they log on when they get home from the office and you know, do those other functions. But when they're sitting watching the footy, mm. they still do their payroll using Easy Payslip. Or when they're at the beach with their mates, they take five minutes and do their payslips. 
It's interesting too because, um, and I've worked with a number of tradies over the years uh, doing what I do, and it's one of the last functions that they'll give up to a bookkeeper or an office lady or something is payroll. And I find they, and, and it's usually done out of care for their staff because it's the one thing that they absolutely vehemently want to make sure happens. You know, if the, the electricity um, supplier has to wait an extra week and they get a $15 overdue fee, they're, you know, whatever, you know, Energex or Ergon or Origin, whoever, you know, they can, they can bite me. But their staff, they want to make sure they're paid on time, they're paid the right amount. And, you know, for a lot of trade businesses, that's a big proportion of their expense mm. um, and their outgoings. Yeah. So it's a good point. I would right? agree. I mean, we get lots of feedback from bookkeepers who are saying who want to pass our product, you know, easy pay slip onto their customers because hmm. they fulfill as a bookkeeper lots of the accounting function for their, for their customers. But they want a solution that customers can do themselves for payroll. Yeah, right. And it's that simple, I guess, especially in the trades business where people are doing variable hours each week. Mm. There's a bit of a process to then contact your account. It's not a regular thing and yeah, actually needs yeah. their input. So if you can jump onto an app and say, John did eight hours this week and Pete did four hours, run payroll, and then it automatically sends their the, the pay slips to the employees and it's done. That's a really simple thing, which, as you said, was allows them to retain control about, uh, in that really important function, which is paying your employees and mm. keeping them on side. Yeah. Can you talk us through exactly how it does work, Paul? So, you know, in my yeah, mind, absolutely. does every staff member have an app on their phone and they log in and log out at the end of the day? Is it is, Does it work like that no, or so, is it all in the employee's control? No, so it's all in the employee's control. So what happens, you download the app from the App Store, um, either the, the Google Play Store or the iOS Store, mm-hmm. or there is a website version as well. So you've still got the option of doing it from a PC. Um, you set it up. So you put in your business name, your email address, a few details, and then you create a profile for each employee. So that's just the basic information about your employees. You also have the option, if you've got a new employee, you can automatically email them their tax file number declaration forms and their super choice forms. Oh, I like that bit. Mm. Um, so, and also shortly, the safe work uh, form, which I understand is, is, is industrial relations requirement to talk about um, mm-hmm. Um, safe practices under the award so once they're set up and you would say do they get a regular wage or it's a fortnightly or monthly and do they have a set rate or is it variable mm-hmm. so you, you put those details in that's the first time you set it up and then when it's time to pay your employees if they're an employee that does the same number of hours every week for the same pay you literally just click on that employee name and click run payroll it produces the pay slip and then it emails it to the employee right now, if it's someone that's got allowances or has a variable rate or different hours each week, you open up that employee, you you put your dates in for the payroll period, you put in the number of hours, any allowances, any deductions, any leave they took, and once again, click on process payroll, generates the payslip, sends it to the employee. And it, it's really that simple. Brilliant. And and then end of the month or end of the quarter, depending on how you work with your bookkeeper and accountant, you can run a report and it will show you that breakdown, how much you paid each employee, how much you withheld the super, how much tax you withheld, um, how much you owe the ATO, uh, that sort of thing. And you can do it all, all on your phone. Or as I said before, if you are one of those people who likes, you know, sitting with a laptop in front of the TV while you're watching the footy, you can do it that way as well. Aren't we just watching the footy when we're watching the footy? No, nobody watches the <laughs> well, footy when they're watching the footy, do they? I don't. It's, well, that's that's what I thought. It's a good question. We had a plumber who said that's what he does. He literally leaves it for every every Saturday or Sunday when his team, I think, is a Tigers uh, rugby league fan. 
every time his team's playing, they didn't have a great season, I believe. So he'd sit down <laughs> for short, payroll. Short paid a few people that season. <laughs> Right. Well, yeah, it made me a bit worried because I was just wondering whether his staff actually get paid in the off-season or not. <laughs> Very true. Um, we've done something a bit different, which we did give you the heads up about, Paul, but we've asked some of our mm-hmm. followers in the Tradies and Business group um, if they'd like to ask you a few questions. So I'm going to hit you with one of those now. First of all, can you explain okay. to us all what STP is? Yes, that's a very good question. So... STP stands for Single Touch Payroll, Mm -hmm. and it is legislation that the Australian government passed just two days ago. And what it means is that from July the 1st this year, every employer, no matter how small or big, will need to use an online payroll system. That means when they run their payroll, so when they generate payslips and pay their employees, it automatically sends a report to the ATO mm-hmm. which says how much you paid each staff member, how much you deducted for tax, uh, how much you've deducted for super and that kind of thing. Okay. So what it does, it, it automates in some way that process of reporting to the ATO and it also means that the returns that currently everyone has to fill out manually or automatically will actually become, be, uh, become a bit simpler because every time you pay your staff, the ATO already have um, had that information along the way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So this is something, it's been discussed for a while. They brought it in a year ago for companies with more than 20 employees. Mm-hmm. And for from 1st of July this year, it's going to be for all companies with less with 19 or less employees. So how does that then impact you and Easy Payslip? So um, interestingly enough, the ATO came to us and all the software companies um, a little while ago and said, we're a bit worried. We'd like to bring in this rule, but we know there are lots of small companies. They're not online. They don't use any system. They're not office-based. They're not particularly tech-savvy. Would you be interested in building a solution, a cheap solution that could meet their needs? And we actually turned around and said, well, actually, we've already got that. That's, that is easy payslip. So, I mean, we were thrilled. Mm. Um, so what we're doing now, we're, the ATO has actually published a list of all the people working with it to, to, to produce the solution. So we are on that list. We continue to work with them. Um, and and uh, so Easy Payslip will be what we call STP compliant. Yeah. So for people who are using the app already, they will just continue using it. There'll be an extra step. So when you process payroll, after you've processed all your employees, you'll do a declaration. So it will come up and say, are you happy to make this declaration to the ATO that you paid all your you know, staff this much, et cetera? You'll click yes, and then that will go off to the ATO. So it's not as scary as it sounds. No, I don't think it's as scary as it sounds. Depends what system you're using. True. I mean, it does yeah, yeah. put out a layer of complexity. It's a bit hard to know. Sure. Um, but it's not hugely complicated. It's about taking the information that's already held in our app and sending that to the ATO. Okay. I mean, there's a bit of you'll need to register a number which we put into the app that matches to the ATO records for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, I mean, it's a big campaign that the ATO will be running um, to educate the people out there mm. and we'll be doing that with them. So we're building some education campaigns now so we can you know, teach people like your audience what STP is, how there's no need to be scared and the simple ways um, to solve those problems. And again, for people using a, a bigger system, a, a bigger accounting package, likely they'll be STP compliant as well. So I don't want to uh, put the fear out there, yeah, yeah. but for the people not using any system, they will need to make a decision about taking up a system and there are different options. And I would say if they're looking for a simple solution that covers, that solves that simple problem, then easy payslips certainly are 
certainly should be considered. Yeah, yeah. And so does it um, then like push the actual banking side or is that still done manually for those that have been doing it manually? So that's still manual at this stage. So we took a close look at that and we thought about building functionality which would actually allow the system to do the transfer itself. Yep. But it's quite complicated. So what that would mean is getting onto a desktop and downloading a file, then logging onto your internet banking, mm. uploading that file, that sort of thing. Now, we are open to that. But one thing we stuck to really fundamentally from the beginning, we said, what makes us successful? And it's, it's four words that informs everything we do. And it's simplicity, mobility, value, and compliance. And I would say that first one, simplicity, Mm. is really what sets us apart. And it's the most important thing to us. So we could, so we looked into it and thought maybe we could build that in and maybe setup would take seven minutes instead of five minutes. Maybe running payroll would take six minutes instead of three minutes. And we decided at this stage, that's not what our customers want. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually think if you're paying three or four staff, to go through that process is probably not quicker than people can do that now from their phones. Yeah. They've got their HPE set up. They run the pace if they work out the amounts, they jump onto their banking app and they do the transfer. Mm. But it's a really good example of sort of one of the things we think about when we're growing, like how do we make sure that we stay simple, we keep to our values, we make it easy for our people and we keep it cheap. Mm. What are some of the other things uh, that you've said no to, Paul, along the way of developing the app? Because it would be easy to go, oh, yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah, let's do that and have something that turns into the Taj Mahal. But what's been some of the other no's along the way? That's it. So, look, we've got quite a few requests from accountants around. The banking one that you mentioned is a really big one. Um, superannuation is a big one as well about making superannuation payments. Now, that's something we haven't said no to. That's something we are looking at. And there's quite a few changes in the industry around that. Um, so that's something we sort of put on hold. We're also, again, it's that thing we're trying not to grow too fast. We're trying to look after our existing customers, do what we say. Yep. And then when we've got the money or you know the, the growth built properly, building those expert features. Yeah, yeah. The, the banking one's an interesting one because the way people do banking now, they pay their staff, is a really traditional model, log on to internet banking and do that sort of thing. But there are lots of uh, new entrants in the startup space um, in in banking. So the government's recently granted banking licenses to a few different startups that are looking at using different technologies of doing this. So mm. if we start doing payments, usually in the olden days, that means having the details of all 7,000 banks in Australia on file and having unique codes, that sort of thing. But there are some new entrants into the market that are offering business bank accounts that actually do all that clearing stuff for you. So we would probably sooner look at doing deals with some of these other startups which actually allow us to just literally from our app send them a bit of information and then the banking app will go and do those transfers for you. Hmm. Wow. Kind of like the way uh, the accounting software packages integrate with some of the other plugins and platforms that are out there. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing, I know like timesheets, and I noticed you had a question on your Facebook page about entering timesheets. So that's a big one as well, especially for the trading industry. Yeah, so yeah. that's something we don't do at the moment. We haven't said no to that, but what, what we're looking at is something, again, standalone, so it's not dependent. So yeah. if you just want to do pay slips, $8.99 a month. You want to get easy timesheets, pay another $6 a month or something, yeah. and then they can talk to each other, but one is not dependent on the other. Yeah. So that's a bit of functionality we are looking at. We're also looking at things like business expenses, but it's really important to us that each individual product is simple, each is standalone, and then if you choose to use them together, then obviously you get some efficiencies around that. 
So we had a bit of a chat before we went to air, Paul, about integration with some of those accounting softwares. And um, mm. would you just like to explain then the process at the end of the quarter, let's say, with the information that we have in Easy Pay slips and what we do with that? Yeah. So depending on how you manage your sort of bookkeeping or accounting function, there's a couple of different ways. You might have a fully fledged accounting system. And you might still choose to use uh, Easy Pacey because mm-hmm. it's just such an easy and mobile way to do that. So what your accountant would really want at the end of the day is some consolidation of those figures. So they want the stuff in your accounting package and they want the stuff from Easy Payslip. Mm-hmm. Now, it's very simple to run a report from Easy Payslip on your phone that gives you all those totals you can plug into your accounting package. Or you can just generate a PDF report mm-hmm. that you can send it to your accountant or bookkeeper um, along with the report that you get out of your accounting package. So you have both those options. Um, we're looking at the future about building integration between Easy Payslip and some of those other accounting packages. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's something we'll keep all our customers posted with. But it's a, it's a matter of just running a report, getting the totals and either sending them off to your bookkeeper or plugging them into some other package. So simple again. Exactly. I like it. Let's um, uh, have another look. So th- this is an Australian app for Australians. Does do you is there any functionality for other countries? Not at this stage. Mm-hmm. So we are definitely going to look at expanding other markets. Mm-hmm. But once again, we want to be very careful about looking after our loyal customers here. So we want to really get it right in Australia. We want to see the introduction of single touch payroll which is such a big thing for the market here so we want to really focus on that and allow that to be as successful as possible Mm. and then we would look at expanding to other markets and we've looked like in the uk they don't have a good solution for this in new zealand they don't have a good solution for this so we are looking at other markets but we're really at the moment because we're so new and we've had lots of so much growth really focusing on uh, what we've got here Mm. and uh and, and the things that have benefited us so far. And we, I mean, we, 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 we speak to our customers all the time. One of the things we do, we are, as you said, a local-based uh, company. We, we're in Sydney. We've got an office in Sydney. There's only about four or five of us and a couple of developers. But we still, every time someone downloads the app, they get a call from our customer service guy, welcoming him, telling, uh, tell, telling him or her the customer service number, asking if they need any help with setup. And we give them another call a couple of weeks later just uh, to see how they're going. If they get any problems, they call us. Uh, we're a small team, so often um, you'll get Kevin, our customer service guy. Depending on what time it is, you might get me or you might get Peter, our founder. <laughs> you might great. even get Matthew, our product manager. Unless you're so at you the pub. So you get one of us. <laughs> Unless you're at the pub trading schooners and spreadsheets, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look, the local thing is really important uh, to us. That we, we don't have call centres or anything like that. We're all based in the Sydney office, but we make ourselves available to Queenslanders and everyone else in Australia too. Gee, so you're, you're oh, inclusive. That's generous. Yeah. <laughs> Very inclusive, except for the time difference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might already be in the pub at four o'clock Brisbane time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> One of the uh, things I really struggled with when we were business owners um, were the awards. Mm-hmm. I find the awards to be really confusing and knowing which award. What sort of functionality do you have within the app? for those awards and understanding, okay, I've ticked over into overtime now or, you know, any of those kind of problems that we have as small businesses? Okay. So, it's a really good question and I just want to be careful here. I don't want to go outside my product knowledge. I'm not the technical expert. Sure. So, when you set up Easy Payslip, you put in uh, you put in things like what allowances people have, what their mm-hmm. hourly rates are, what their overtime rates are. 
So the app itself won't interpret the award. If you're a person that as soon as you tick over 40 hours, that becomes overtime. Mm -hmm. My understanding is uh, you as a boss need to understand that. Mm -hmm. So you put in 40 hours for normal hours and then you would go into the overtime box and you would enter two hours for overtime. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I will follow that up. But my understanding is if we build in that complexity of understand having every award hard-coded in the system, what that would mean is instead of taking two minutes to set up an employee, mm. where you say he works 40 hours a week, he gets paid 50 bucks an hour, you'd be choosing from a drop-down list of a 1,000 awards to say what type mm. of employee is this, and I would expect the average person wouldn't actually know that off the top of their heads. No. No. So, but that's a really good question. It's the sort of thing we grapple with every day. We think, how can we make this better? Mm. But how can we stay true? How can we keep it simple? How can we make it so you can still actually do payroll when you're at the footy, or you know, when you're on your phone, or when yeah, you're yeah. on the bus, that sort of thing. Yep. So it's, it's a real trade-off, and it's it's. I'm I'm quite happy you asked that because it gives your listeners, uh, I guess, some insight into the sort of things we grapple with. Because mm. mm. we get questions all the time. Wouldn't it be great if it did this? And it's nice to be able to explain to people. Say, yes, it would be great if it did that. But think about what that might cost you in terms of how long it takes to do this every week. Yes, that's of right. You got to pay for it somewhere. That's right. So that's it. Nothing free. I'm curious then. How like what's what's a bit of the process? You know, in terms of giving people insight more onto the techie side, I suppose. But how the hell mm-hmm. do you go from a spreadsheet to an app that does all <laughs> this stuff? I mean, there there must be a few steps along the way, Paul. So <laughs> it's a really good question. Uh, it's it's quite funny because we uh, we really didn't know what we were doing at first. It was a super <laughs> interesting journey. We thought, look, Pete, our founder, he's got all these clients, these tradies who, who we can help. We're also mates with quite a few tradies. So we thought, wouldn't it be great if we could do something to help them? So look, we managed to get a bit of funding together. and We thought this could be something we could do on the weekend help our mates to see if we, uh, we could get our money back, something for a bit of fun. I mean, I have a background in technology, but not app development. Right. As I said, Pete's an accountant. Um, so he's got a background in working with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pete actually did have some experience as an accountant working with startups. So he actually ended up having a few contacts for people who did, who, um, who did app development. So there's the technical side, which is, how do you specify exactly what the, what you want the app to do? What do the screens look like? But the really important stuff is just the logical business decision. So we think about, if you think about what's on a payslip, so you think you've got someone's name, you've got their rates, you've got, it could be overtime, you've got tax deducted, super deducted. You think, how is that information going to get from your head uh, into an app and then onto a payslip? Yeah. And if you think about this stuff logically, it's not massively complicated. You think, Okay, so we'll have one screen where you can enter the information about the company, another screen where we can enter the information about the employee, mm-hmm. and then then what we got to do, what gets a bit complicated, is the formulas. Mm. So Matthew, our product manager, and Pete did a lot of work around this. So if you put you know forty regular hours, then it has to multiply that by this figure, which is our hourly rate. If they put overtime, then it's got to go and find out what that what that penalty rate is and do that multiplication. So there's a bit of that sort of back end, um, I guess, formulas. But a lot of the important stuff is the usability. Like, do we have a separate screen for super? Do we have a separate screen for personal details, separate screen for company details? And we just try to really sit around, not get too technical, mm. and think, what, what is a logical way to do this? How about company information first, employee information second, then employee pay information, and then employee super information? Yep. So it's quite a logical process, but every time you get into the detail, 
there's a level of complexity. Yeah, and yeah. so what you end up spending loads of time doing is testing and testing again and mm. making one change, seeing if that affects another change and, and that sort of thing. And it's a thankless task because every time you do something that makes something work better, you've got to then go and make sure that it hasn't screwed something else up. Breaks everything else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much like I can imagine like messing with plans on a building site. You change something, <laughs> then something else changes, and you change the specs for something else. I know some of my dad's DIY projects, you know, he definitely solved the problem in the end, but you'd end up with a whole range of problems that, you know, my mum would be going on about for the next 20 years kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, Sick uh, of this bloody yeah, doorway in here. But it is really, if you, know, if you use that analogy of a design process, building a house, same sort of thing. Like you have an architect, you have to decide. Like I want three bedrooms, I want a big kitchen. And then you try and have an architect and how that architect or engineer does, does those specs is really, really important. Mm. And then the trick is finding a developer which can actually, or in that analogy, a builder that can actually bring those designs to light. And we were quite lucky. We had some contacts. We've actually also worked with um, with Anna's developer, um, over in Mossman, my uh, colleague Pete actually made an introduction. Hmm. So we worked with those same developers um, in bringing this app to fruition or to, to market. It's a pretty exciting time for tradies with so many new apps coming out on the market to make our lives simpler. Mm. I would agree. I would say it's a really interesting time for people like yourselves mm. because there's so much choice out there and it, it's not easy to know. Every time you take a new app, you have a new bit of technology, mm. you have to invest time in setting it up, learning how to use it. Uh, is that the right product for you? Will it save you time in the long run? Will it create more, more problems down the line? So I think there's a, there's a massive need mm. for people with credibility such as yourself to say, hang on a sec, don't just download every app. What problem are you trying to solve? Mm. Okay, so this app might do a million other things, but it's not going to be very good at solving your problem. If you want to solve this problem, let's try and find a solution to that. Yeah, instead of just going for something that's whiz bang and you end up you know people pay 100 bucks a month for a system and they use five percent of it yeah happens all the time yeah i usually exactly. just i usually just create another spreadsheet <laughs> <laughs> yeah my suggestion you would be taken down to the pub <laughs> swap it for a skewy i'll have to start drinking beer again and get, get off the whiskey I'll, I'll drink your beers for you i don't mind yeah beer. okay mm. Uh, so I have a favorite question I like to ask, uh, guests, uh-huh. Paul, and that is if you had a thousand tradies in a room or I don't know, maybe on a webinar or something at a, at a pub, if you had a thousand tradies <laughs> in a pub, man, that'd be a rowdy pub, be wouldn't very it? Very drunk. A thousand tradies. Uh, what is one piece of advice you would just love to leave them with? Very good question. Thanks for the warning. (laughs) (laughs) I've been stumping guests with that one for about four years. Okay. So what I would say is technology can absolutely be your friend, but don't assume it's your friend. Because as I said, there's so much great technology out there, but they don't all solve your problems. They weren't designed for your for what you're suffering Mm. so if you go and see the market leader in a certain software product whether it's word processing or whether it's accounting or whatever it is do you need the market leader accounting package is that what you're trying to solve do you have 100 employees and product costing and site costs and all those sorts of things if you do that sounds perfect for you if you've got a smaller problem try and find something that's going to fit what you need yeah the key is and the funny thing is i've literally said that advice in a room sitting with executives from Shell and from Nokia and some of the biggest companies in the world, which is my background, they grapple with the same thing. Mm. And they have the same problem. They buy some technology. They don't spend a day setting up. They spend a year setting it up. Mm. And then they realize it doesn't do what they want them to do. So I would say use technology to make your life easier. 
don't use it for the sake of doing it, of, of using it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, great advice. and think about it. If it's a great system, fine. But if you're out in the, on site all the time, do you have a laptop with you? Do you have internet connection? Yeah. So if that's what the system is, then maybe that's not the system for you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of... Uh... I don't know. I think people get sucked into the whole one one stop shop, and you know, having the best. You know, it was an interesting little uh, not a stoush on social media recently, but um, my wife and I went and uh, splashed out and got ourselves a cordless hedge trimmer because we're sick of doing it with the the hand shears, and um, mm-hmm. and you know, it ended up being a better a better deal to go get a cordless drill um, with the battery kit and then get the hedge trimmer skin right. And so we yeah, bought a like, we I'm bought a consumer brand, you know, went and got a uh, a Ryobi um, just to, to give them a plug on the show, um, and basically uh, I I posted a photo of this on uh, on my feed and got so much stick about buying a consumer brand because you know I'm I'm tradies in business, you know, we're all about tradies, right. and why didn't you get a Milwaukee or a Metabo or Dewalt <laughs> or something like that? And and it's like. Because it's for the kitchen drawer and, you know, we're currently <laughs> living in suburbia in a shoebox until we get to a bigger property. It's like, I don't need to spend 500 bucks for a bloody DeWalt drill. I'm going to use it three times a year. But there's this yeah. drive to have the best of everything. and the, But, it, but you know, you could get 900 newton metres of torque. It's like, I don't need 900 <laughs> newton metres of torque. So, it, and the same thing happens, you know, people go and get this, the, the whiz bang computer system or you know, the best ute or whatever it is. Like, That's right. Just get the most appropriate solution. Yeah, so look, I think... It's great advice, the mate. Bigger the, yeah, look, the, the bigger technology, the bigger solution, the more you have to invest in it. Mm. So if you know that's the solution for you, and sometimes it would ac- absolutely be, be prepared to invest that time, otherwise you're not going to see the benefits. Yeah. I mean, there's the other thing is there's so many ways to solve a problem. So if you're drowning in paperwork, one option could get be this all-encompassing accounting package. Mm. One option, if you're time poor, might be let's just get an app or a system that looks after part of it. Yeah. Another option might be to get a bigger office with a bigger filing cabinet. And that <laughs> might absolutely be the answer that makes the most sense. Yeah. So you don't need to be an IT consultant. You don't need to be a genius to work that. It may actually be get a bigger office. That's the mm. way you do things. Maybe you're not good with computers. Mm. Or it might be get an app, get some system that gets rid of some of your paperwork and for the other stuff, just get a bigger office. So there's so mm. many different ways you can solve the problems. There's no one fits all. So no. I think it's worthwhile looking at how am I going to use this? Is this going to save time? And how much time or money do you need to invest to actually get that saving? Just just uh, to solve the paperwork issue, just buy a shredder. <laughs> buy a shredder. <laughs> but then what do you do with all the shredded paper? You recycle it. Mm. In, how? Where? You go, Press it into bricks and burn it in your fireplace. <laughs> i got a solution for everything. You can put it in your compost bin and, and make your veggies grow better. <laughs> Worm farm. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're well, that really, sounds like a good idea. We're off topic a little bit there. Uh, so, Paul, um, easy pay slip sounds really easy. Uh-huh. That was corny, <laughs> mate. Uh, someone's listening to this and going, "Okay, okay, this sounds like it's going to solve my problem." They might be peeking out about the one July deadline for the STP. Mm-hmm. Um, where do they go to find out more about you guys? Okay, so easiest thing if you're on a mobile phone. Go to the App Store or the Play Store and just look for Easy Payslip. Look, even if you just search for Payslip or Payroll will come up. Um, you can download us for free. You get a free month's trial. So it's 100% full functionality. 
So you can actually go and just start using it for a month. Great. Um, you'll get a call from us. You'll get mm-hmm. a couple of calls the next couple of weeks from us to see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Don't be thrown off. Our customer service guy is actually from Ireland, but he is here in our Sydney office. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a very, very strong Irish accent. Uh-huh. You might even sing your song. He's in a, he's in a few bands. Right. Um, so you can, uh, you can tell him about it, any problems you're having. But, yeah, just go to the App Store, download it, have a play around any problems, let us know. But as I said, it's fully functional. So you can actually just start running payslips. Yep. Or if you're not, if you want to get on your computer, just go to easypayslip.com and you can set up an account. That's and, awesome. And I'll tell you, I mean, it is the cheapest solution on the market, even though it's the only mobile one. It's 880 a month. So that gives you one to four employees. There's no locking contracts. So if you get sick of it, if you want to upgrade to a bigger system, if you're going on holidays for six months, taking a sabbatical, cancel the membership and cancel the subscription at any time. That's great. Mm, nice, mate. That's about all there is to it. Built for tradies by the sounds of it, mate. It's cheap. It's easy. Uh, there's no lock-ins. Built for tradies. It's brilliant. That's it. It's brilliant. Well, Paul, uh, thanks so much for your time on the podcast today. It's been great to to learn more about the solution. I mean, we, we, see, we do see lots of uh, solution providers out there dealing with the trade market, you know, everything from estimating to accounting systems and you know, getting uh, legal advice and contracts and all that sort of stuff. So um, this certainly looks uh, or sounds like uh, a fantastic solution to a looming problem for a lot of people. I suspect there'll be some people having panic attacks after today's episode. It's like, what? One July? Uh, Look, to be honest, the ATO, I think they're going to go with a soft launch. I don't think they're going to have a stick. They're not going to beat people over it immediately. They (laughs) will want everyone to be on board by 1st of July. I don't think you'll get fined if you're not on board by the 1st of July, not in the first month or two anyway. Mm. But look, we are there to support. Or if it's not our product, you can get on our website, you know, in the next few weeks when we've got some content up there, you know, use us to learn about our STP and then go and find the right solution for you. Mm. Uh, It it is not massively complicated. Mm. It's a new thing for people who aren't using any systems. But what you'll find out if you're still using me and Pete's old spreadsheet in the pub, this app actually makes things easier. <laughs> put in the hours, put in the amounts, it will calculate everything else for you. Perfect. Nice, mate. Well, uh, thanks again for your time, Paul. Been great chatting with you, mate. And uh, we look forward to seeing you in a pub sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Oz. Thank you, Nicole. It's been a pleasure being on the show. Maybe I can come on again sometime, tell you how it's all going. Yeah, look yeah. forward to it. Cheers, mate. Yeah, thanks. So when I'm not hanging out here with you on the podcast, I'm hanging out in the group. Mm. What group I hear you say? The Tradies in Business Facebook group. Have you been practicing that for long? No, but it was really good. I liked it. I might do it again. (laughs) We should do a script and you could read it. (laughs) That would be like all those other podcasts where they read their ad rolls. I always, well, anyway, that's a story for another one. (laughs) I always tune out when they do that. Yeah, well, yes. I don't, I probably flick off. Mm. Same thing. Yep. Okay. Anyway. For, anyway. No. Uh, so the group. What group? It's not AA. No. Because uh, we started this episode talking about drinking. I'm trying to so. think of some <laughs> clever little ditty for the Tradies and Business Group. No, <laughs> no. We, do, we don't need to do that. We don't AB, need to do that. Awesome Business. Oh. How about you just go to Facebook <laughs> and find the Tradies in Business Group where thankfully, Coxie and I don't do a lot of singing Mm-mm. or uh, <laughs> videoing or no. anything. Or, or drinking. No. But what you can find is um, almost a thousand other tradies in business yeah. who are swapping ideas, helping each other, answering questions, um, sharing tips and stories, and just generally being really awesome and kind and helpful. 
Lovely people. I almost can't believe it. Very intelligent people, our tradies. Mm. So um, it's free. Uh, it's a closed group and you have to apply so that we can keep all the wankers out. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, you can go get your questions answered in there and, and chat to a bunch of other tradies. Uh, we'll also pop some podcasts and stuff in there so you can find them easily. Uh, but yeah, definitely go and join the group if you haven't already. There are some super cool conversations in there. And and it literally is just tradies in business helping each other out and answering questions and, you know, putting them in touch with tools and resources and stuff that can help them run a better business. So Speaking of tools. You'd stop looking at me. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Here's the steak knife part. Have you written this one down? No. Oh, okay. What is the more? Where do you get your steak knife from? You need to go on over to tradiesandbusiness.com.au and look for the trade desk and mm. we will sell you some steak knives. <laughs> we'll flog you some stuff. We will. <laughs> but if, if you're at a stage where you know, maybe you've been listening to these podcasts, you're like, this is awesome, but oh, I need I need a bit of help or I want to take it to the next level or do a bit more. or How do I do know, that? Just take it more seriously, yeah. unlike us. Um, head over to tradiesinbusiness.com.au Check out the Trade Desk page, and Coxie and I have created uh, a Trade Desk. There you go. Yeah, it's the place to go when you need to know. Oh, Oh, boom. My gosh. You're going to be banned from the podcast soon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you want to know some more about implementing the things that you're working on in your trade business, you can go to the Trade Desk. It's a cup of coffee a day or thereabouts, a crappy carton of beer a month. You get access to Coxie and me. You get access to some other super successful traders in business who are already doing this stuff. There's live Q&As. There's video training. There's templates to download. There's scripts for collecting debts and running your sales processes and all sorts of cool stuff. And we're also working on some awesome partner offers as well. Uh, so you, you can get some discounts and special treatment with some of our trusted partners that have tradies in business interests at heart. It's so. like a VIP group. Yeah, kind of. Very important. It should be VIT. Very important tradies. Yeah. So head on over to tradiesinbusiness.com.au. If I say that faster, you won't need to spell it. Um, (laughs) And check out the trade desk. Money back guarantee, no contracts. Uh, Easy to get in and out. Um, Just so you can run a better trade business. So yeah, go have a look. Do better things and spend more time with your family. Are you coming up with more... Like marketing slogans? Yes, that's. I'm going to workshop this all afternoon. Okay, I'm stopping this episode. Hooroo. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies and Business Podcast with Warwick Bidwell and Nicole Cox. Find out more about today's guest, tools for your trade business and other cool stuff at tradiesandbusiness.com.au.